you have to ask for what you want. You have to ask and tell people their next step. It goes back to that conviction and certainty. People want to be told what the solution is. The solution is take the next step. Say yes to this. Let's go here. Let's do this. Decide you're in. Let's go. Welcome to the High Impact Sales Podcast. I'm Natalie Jill. And I'm Sinclair Keneally. And we cannot wait to help you make a huge, unforgettable impact in the world. This podcast is for you if you are a growth mindset oriented founder or business owner who has a strong message that the world needs to know. Each week, we answer your top questions as visionary business owners and entrepreneurs how to actually sell what you have to offer with high integrity, high authenticity, and lots of love. Let's dive right in. I am so excited to do this episode with you. <laughs> so, today we're unpacking common sales fails and how to avoid them. Go. Oh gosh, go fast. Okay. Common sales fails. There's so, there's so many of them. This was hard to eliminate. <laughs> no. We're just a narrow down just to a few, but I'm going to start with the belief that you hate selling. When you believe that you hate selling and you put this in this framework of it's cheesy, it's sleazy, it's cringy. I have a 15 year old. So cringy is a word. When you believe <laughs> that, then you don't show up with conviction and certainty, and you're not actually in a frame of place, a frame of mind to help people. So yeah, you're going to continue to hate selling because you're not viewing it as problem solving. You're viewing it as something that you're doing that's slimy. You're viewing it as something that you do. That's not amazing. And without conviction and certainty, nothing moves forward. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's I think that a sales conversation is a lot about intention. And when I talk to people who are having a hard time selling or closing, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, it, it's a lot about your intention and assuming that it's going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. And what is a sales conversation except for just being with somebody? That's how I do it. Like people listen to my sales conversations. They go, oh, wait a minute. I didn't hear any selling at all. It's like, yeah, because you think that selling is convincing cool. or pushing or manipulating. And that is not what it is. It is listening and problem solving and serving. So good. So can you get lined up with an intention to do that? Gee, I hope so. Mm, mm. I think with intention also Sinclair, I'm going to add to that. It's that assuming it's going to go bad. So if you're thinking what I'm about to do with somebody is not going to go well, it's not going to go well. Mm -hmm. When you're assuming I'm going to show up and fully ask the questions and listen and be present and be there to fully problem solve, then your intention changes. And that does go well. Absolutely. I totally agree. So what's next on your list? I'm going to go with integrity. Um, mm -hmm. when you are not actually the person that understands how to solve. So sometimes people get into sales or get into their business because they don't even know they're in sales. Although every strong business is in the business of sales because sales is solution selling it's, it's solution offering it's finding solutions for people. But when you are doing something purely for your own gain, like, oh, this is a field that makes money, or this is a field that will make me popular. And this is the thing I should do. It's not under the right reasons. Um, then you're not really coming up with integrity. You're not coming in authentically and people will see through that. For example, for example, um, both of us, uh, Sinclair and I have businesses in the health space. And we serve uh, primarily women. We can do women and men, but we primarily serve women. Um, and I'll, I'll share that I do women in their forties and fifties in that business, uh, that are going through menopause or have gone through menopause. And what I'm going to say is there's a lot of guys out there that are 30 years old selling answers for menopause, 
that to me doesn't feel an integrity. <laughs> like you didn't mm. walk through the problem. You're not actually living it. You can be as book smart as you want, but you haven't actually walked through the issue. So to me, that feels off an integrity. So when you are dropping into how do I offer a solution? How do I help people? You've got to find that place that really has integrity that you can really relate because people will feel and see that. I completely agree with you. I mean, we work with people with chronic illness and complex, like chronic conditions with digestion and liver stagnation. And like, we are not their first stop. We're like their 10th, sometimes their 20th. And so trust is really at a low, but my close rate is really high because I only bring in people who are ready to have the sales conversation. And all I'm doing is listening to what they need. That's it. Yeah. You know, and you've walked through it yourself. So there's a lot of integrity there. Exactly. I know intimately what they've been through and I know exactly what they need to do step-by-step so that they feel supported along the way. And it's doable. So good. So good. Let's talk about clarity. I'm going to pick clarity next. Yeah. (laughs) So I get a lot from people who are especially like heart-centered leaders, you know, health entrepreneurs, like people in the wellness space. Like I have so much to offer and I have solutions that work, um, but my close rate sucks might be. And then I always ask, well, what, what is it? And they don't actually know. So that's the first piece of clarity. You need to track what your close rate is because what gets measured improves you're in business. Mm. And if your job is to serve, you need to get clear. Mm. So (laughs) let's get clear on numbers first. And then if your close rate sucks, chances are you are not being clear. You're not being clear, helping people get present to the problem enough in your conversation. And you're not being clear enough on what you have to offer and that Mm. transformation, what is possible for them. And you're not being clear enough on how it actually looks to work with you. How does it work? So good. It's so funny when people bring up price objection. And this is a whole nother topic. I don't want to get too off, uh, off topic Mm. on here, but when people bring up price objection, I'm typically what I'm going to interrupt them and tell them is your person is not clear on the solution you're offering because people find money to pay for what they want, regardless of cost, when they know that you can solve their problem. So really, really important there. So that is clarity is key everywhere. Clarity on understanding your client, clarity on understanding the prospect, clarity on what it is you're asking and what it is you're offering to solve and how you're going to solve it. Being really crystal clear on that, uh, talking over somebody with lots of big words and stats and numbers and language will lose them. It's not, it's anything but clear. It's anything but clear. Yeah. And I can just hear people now, you know, a lot of the people that I serve in this space, um, and support them in growing their businesses, they're going to say, but there are no guarantees in health or I'm a business coach and there are no guarantees in business. That's right. But what you can be super clear on is here's what I have control over in providing a service to you. And here's what I can do for you. Here's what you have control over and how you can increase your results or what can diminish them. So you're never over promising, right? That's key. So that's the, clarity and integrity together. Okay. What's the, fi- the final thing I'm going to share um, is this is such an obvious one, but I'm going to say it anyway, because this is what happens. This, and you know, so many times I've worked with clients where I'm training their sales team and mm-hmm. I'll listen to a call recording or I'll watch a, a presentation from stage or I'll over, I'll hear what's going on when they say I'm not closing. And it's so simple. And I'm going to just share Sinclair. I'm sure you see this too. They're not asking for the sale. They're literally not asking for the sale. You have, if you don't ask, you're not going to get, you have to ask, you have to say, are you ready? Are you doing this? Are we in? How do I take your payment? Let's go. (laughs) You can't just put it out there. It's too obvious. (laughs) Yes. 
but not asking. You have to ask for what you want. You have to ask and tell people their next step. It goes back to that conviction and certainty. People want to be told what the solution is. The solution is take the next step. Say yes to this. Let's go here. Let's do this. Decide you're in. Let's go. Yeah, I totally agree. And also helping people be clear on, you know, throughout the conversation, what's the cost of not taking the next step? Mm. So make sure you're asking. So just in summary, uh, conviction and certainty we talked about, you got to stop hating selling, assuming <laughs> you got to stop assuming the sale is not going to go bad. You got to be really clear on your intention. You got to have integrity, meaning show that you understand, be clear, be very clear, have clarity and make sure you ask. <laughs> 